All right. Well, I think uh, all right, I, I will. Uh, I think if we're ready, we can jump in. All right. Let's go, Bill. All right. Playoffs are for winners. On the other side, we do have to deal with Nagak. <laughs> Ngakwe. You are listening to the Packers pregame podcast. And who better to pound the rock than AJ, the tree trunks Dylan? I don't. I don't, I don't have a good nickname for him. Answering the hardest question. Or should we just let this play out? Um, you know, that's a good question. Fiery debates. It's Kyle. It's Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller's better than Jair Alexander. Yep, he's better. Uh, unbiased opinion, I disagree. And finally, the hottest of takes from the greatest of truth tellers. All right, look around, pre-snap, where's number 20, where's number 20, there he is, that's where I'm going. You don't even have to make reads. This game is a chance for Mitchell Trubisky to turn the tide on his career in the next decade for the Chicago Bears. The question that everyone should have been, well, it shouldn't even been a question, the statement that everyone should have been saying loud and clearly, yelling it from the rooftops, from the mountaintops, is... Look what Aaron Rodgers has done in spite of Mike McCarthy. He has won in spite of the people above him and the people higher up in the organization. He has dragged this team through the mud. He has willed this team to win. We do not give him the credit that he deserves. Hello and welcome to the Packers pregame podcast. You are welcome for listening. Uh, I am hosting this week. My name is Bill. Uh, I we were gonna have Jeremy with us, uh, but uh, somebody decided to uh, get really drunk last night and sleep in. And by that, by someone, I mean me. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm shouldering all the blame. Um, so unfortunately, no Jeremy today. Uh, Mike is still on a honeymoon or whatever. Like that's cool, I guess. Yeah, and, let's give know. a big shout out to Mike here. Yeah, and Mike that and voice Helen. you hear, shout out to them. Yes, that other voice you hear, though, is none other, none other than the dulcet tones of one Ryan Barry. Thank you, Bill. Uh, very honored to be here. It's been a long time coming. I wish I would have pulled the stats of how many times Mike has been on my podcast. It's probably upwards of 20. <laughs> and all it took was me going to his wedding and meeting you to actually get on. So shout out to you, but shout out to Mike and Helen. Gorgeous wedding. Um, congrats to those two. Uh, looking forward to having him back, but yes, I'm stepping in. Mike and I also have like very similar opinions, so I think uh, I think I can step in. I didn't see Peter at the wedding though. Bukowski was he? Did he not come? Oh, freeze up! I'm gonna froze up. You can't at all. Oh. Oh, oh, he just came back. He okay. just came back. Okay, what I was saying is I didn't see Peter at the wedding. Ah. <laughs> that's, but, uh, that's a shame. Yeah, too bad. All right, so uh, this is your podcast. I obviously want to let you lead it. Um, Thank you. So uh, yeah. first and foremost, like, do you want to talk at all just about, like, like on a scale of 1 to 10, like, where's your panic meter at right now? Um, It's... Well, see, I would say before before the the Washington game last week, I would have said it was probably like 
a seven, which is still pretty high. Right, but right. Then, so, like, did you, you watch the game, right? Yeah, I watch every. I mean, I watch every Packers game, obviously. Well, no, I mean, well, of course, we're on the we're on the Packers. Right, game, right. Yeah. We never we never miss a game. Right. Um, no, but because I was flying back from the wedding, so I missed. I oh missed yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dude, it's like, you know what it reminds me of these last couple weeks. It reminds me of like the end of the McCarthy era of the Packers, where you watch a game and you're like, they literally cannot score. <laughs> they they cannot yeah. manifest points. You got to think about that game, right? It's oh my Google Home was just going off. That was creepy. Um, so like, prime example, right? They get a defensive touchdown, pick six. Then they should have had another defensive touchdown that got called back on a very weak call. And as much yeah. as we can sit here and say, like, oh, well, they should have won. Yeah, they technically should have won, but they didn't deserve to win. Like, and then they get okay. a basically a bullshit touchdown at the end of the game where Washington's playing prevent, gets a shitload of penalties, Rodgers makes a nice throw of down. So it's like they only manifested 14 points on offense and really... You know, how many late-game touchdowns do you see when a team's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, that happens all the yeah. time. So, it was not a good game. The The team reminds me very much of, like, the end of the McCarthy era where there's no offense, there's no creativity, and Rodgers just looks checked out. His body language fucking sucks. I'll be the first to say it. Like, some things he does I agree with, some things I do not agree with. I don't think the Tom Brady method of, like, you know, screaming at people is effective. But I wish he would just sit up sitting there and like pouting all the time. Like that's what gets me. Like, show me a little bit of something, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I guess you were flying back, so you missed it. Yeah, I because well, and it was stupid because I was since I was flying out of Atlanta, because that um, you know they got the TVs in the seats so you can watch live TV. Mm-hmm. But it was the fucking um, Jaguars game. That was the only game I could get on Fox. It was that one game? Oh, so interesting. I not watching that <laughs> um yes you guys got a little nugget here that that was the first time the packers have lost three in a row since 2018 when mccartney was fired mccarthy i'm sorry i bit the not that this cares anyone but i bit the absolute shit out of my tongue i have like a hole in my tongue it's so it hurts to eat and sometimes when i talk i like hit it and i have to like talk funny so i apologize if i'm my words are sounding a little odd but uh that's a crazy stat. Well, they hadn't lost back-to-back games in the LaFleur era until that second game. Now three in a row. The point spread, you want to talk about the point spread, depending on where you look, it's 10.5 to 11, which is the most the Packers have ever been underdogs in Rodgers' like, career by, what, three or four mm-hmm. points? That's a crazy stat, because you think about this, right? What do they always say in football? If like two teams are considered equal, they'll give the home team a point and a half. So in theory, you know, a couple weeks ago, you would have thought this would be what a three and a half, four and a half point spread. You know, now it's double digits. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Buffalo's like, I think Buffalo. hear me now yeah okay i don't know why this keeps coming out yeah if you're using like bluetooth headphones that could be why sometimes yeah good luck editing this germ (laughs) (laughs) sorry germ 
Um, yeah, so I would have said even a couple weeks ago, they probably would have been like, you know, six, maybe, yeah, five or six. But yeah, no, like, you said 10 and a half, 11 now? Yeah, 10 and some places, 11 other places. So either way, double yeah. digit, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm going to let you kind of run the show. Yeah, I haven't, confession, I haven't listened to your guys' podcast. I think I listened to maybe the first or second episode this year. Um, then I heard about your guys' whole story getting like, you know, called out by peter and all that so that was i hadn't heard that story so i uh, oh, yeah, that was so yeah. i want you to run the format you know because this is your show so yo all right well don bb um <laughs> um yeah so uh, another thing also shout out germ for basically doing this rundown for us because yeah what a guy look at some great good. names on here like you know fitz magic it's hard to remember the guy's been on so many teams that he was was he the Buffalo Bills quarterback in 2014? So I don't know if you remember this. The Packers played at Buffalo in 2014, and that was one of the worst games of Rodgers' career. I'm wondering oh, if yeah. that was Fitzpatrick. I think it was. I. It would have to be. Yeah. I think. Because I don't know who else. I mean, who else was their, was their quarterback at Ben? I couldn't even. I couldn't even. It wasn't well, Peterman. I know that. Yeah, and then before, like, it was Tyrod Taylor before Josh Allen. Oh, that's right. I'm, like, 90% sure it was Fitzmagic. Yeah, which... no, that sounds right. I, I would, I'm pretty sure I would have remembered if it was if it was Taylor. Yeah, Buffalo Bills. Kyle Orton was on the team? Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> oh, my. Lee Lee might... Orton? Okay, I need my position Very here. Good. Like, maybe it was Orton. That's crazy to think about, actually, because... Kyle Orton started 12 games that year, so he very well could have been the starting oh, quarterback sure. again. That's rowdy. Um. Anyway, continue. No, that was so, a terrible game, though. I don't know if you remember it. No, yes, I, I do. That was like, because um, that was when Rodgers had one of his super rare pick sixes, right? Yeah, he had a, I think at one point he had like a 37 completion percentage or 44, something, something insanely oh, I low. I so, doubt that. Yeah, something insanely low. Um, um, I was gonna say going back to the haven't lost three straight since 2018. So that that home Arizona game, the one that got Mike McCarthy fired, mm-hmm. um, we were doing our old podcast, and when that dropped, and it was the greatest thing to just like <laughs> get all of our live reactions. And then I was one point I was looking through the Packers Pro Shop at like they were having like a closeout sale and stuff, and they were selling commemorative pins because they saw like for every game you could get a little pin yeah they had they had pins for that game for like 2.99 so i bought like five of them and i sent it out to like mike and jeremy and brady and like <laughs> just and i got one for myself and i think they also have them like i like keep it as like a little memento of when mike mccarthy got fucking fired because dude i was home to josh rosen i was ecstatic i think mike and i did a podcast about it too i think it's called like the wicked witch is dead or something like that something clever but dude i like listen mccarthy seems like a dude you'd crush some beers with and he did win us the super bowl but towards the end it was so stale and you know like i would never wish anyone to lose their job but he still got like five million dollars and now he's a head coach like he's doing fine <laughs> so oh yeah mike is doing yeah. fine mm-hmm. no worries about mike mccarthy but yeah that's crazy i didn't realize that was the last well that would make sense though because we haven't lost we haven't lost back to back in the floor arrow yeah i see your run um, the ca- table comments here 
I do think that's an interesting uh, take because I think we as Packer fans, so like I am a more of an optimistic fan. My dad is like a huge pessimist fan. I think I might have told you this at the wedding. Mm-hmm. But there have been some crazy moments in Packer history. Obviously, around the table, you know, the 2014 season, the relax. Uh, here's one that a lot of people forget about. 2012, the Packers started slow, and they went to the Texans, who were like the best team in the NFL, and Rodgers threw mm-hmm. six touchdowns. So mm-hmm. it does sort of feel like, well, even look at last year at Arizona, they were undefeated Thursday night, no Devontae, you know, and they end up winning. So there are elements of this game that do remind me of those storylines. If I'm being yeah, for sure. oh, absolutely no, I I completely agree. Um, I mean, I people have other people on Twitter have talked about this, but like it would be like so Packers if they actually end up like winning this game and then yeah. like losing again, losing again the next week and just like just <laughs> going like oh that was just a complete fluke. Uh, this team's actually trash for sure. Um, okay, so I see on here there's a stat. When's like the when have the Packers ever been blown out on a Monday night or uh, uh, Sunday night? I, can you think of any off the top of your head? Because I actually cannot. Um, twenty is it twenty eighteen? Remember the was it Sunday night at uh, at New Orleans? Pretty sure we got hosed. Yeah. Okay. There. Um. What about? Were you at the Sunday Night Massacre when we when we beat no. the Bears? Okay, I don't mind. No, the, I I started going to Bears games the year after. Okay, okay. Hold on. Uh, no, you're good. Sorry, I was, uh, I'm going to be leaving for a uh, bar crawl in like half hour. So I'm just going <laughs> to get us inside. You're um, good. You're good. Uh, just trying to budget and give us a little time here. Um, so, yeah, so the, the Saints game, that was the first one off my head. Um, that's, yeah, that's really the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Um, Jim Kelly, um, is there anything else <laughs> that you want to talk about i mean i guess do you want to talk about like the trade deadline and the rumors like because my thing is like why are the packers here's what i i have a theory for you bill here's a theory i have i think the packers are waiting to see what happens in this game before like i think they're waiting to see the outcome of this game before they make any moves oh yeah that's another thing like are we gonna do a deadline Dude, we're not going to fucking do anything. I don't know if we swear on this podcast. Literally, dude, it's the same shit every year. So it's way worse when we had Ted. It's gotten a little bit better with Goop because he is slightly more aggressive. But it's the same mindset. Like, every year, it's like, oh, we were in conversations with Cleo Mack. Or we were in conversations with OBJ. Like, dude, I'm I'm so sick of sitting there every year and watching every team in the NFL who has a good quarterback try to get better. What did the literally last week or this week... um. The Chiefs go out and get Kadarius Tony. I know he's been struggling, but he's still a first-round mm-hmm. draft pick who's in, like, what, his second season? And they already have yeah. Juju, Kelsey, Hardman, MVS, and they are like, yeah, let's go get another one. Like, and I think my, like, who do you want, of all the rumors, who do you, like, want the most? 
What's the most intriguing to you? Um, I mean, intriguing and realistic. I mean, are probably different. I would are different things. Uh, intriguing would probably be like, actually, you know what? I think in. I guess intriguing would be like OBJ, just because he is of that, and like you know what he's capable of and what you're yeah. with him. I would say the most realistic one would maybe be Jerry Judy. Yeah, so the one that I'd like the most is the one that's not going to happen. I'd love to see them trade for DJ Moore, just because he's the he's oh yeah. you know he's young. He's got I think three twitch uh, three straight. That's the tongue thing right there. It's hard to talk. Um, 1200 yard seasons but you know people are saying that they're like oh that doesn't really they want a ton for him and they're not going to do okay so let's you know i first off i think you need to make two moves you need to sign obj slash will fuller one of those two get a vet that's coming off an injury that's not going to be super expensive and i would make the trade for judy or claypool i think claypool's Uh upside He's super interesting to me, and he's still young, and he's still cheap, and apparently they want, like, a second-round pick for him, and people, like, certain members of the Packers, like, you know, you read the internet, were, like, gawking at that. I'm like, I I would trade a second-round pick for Claypool, because at the end of the day, like, proven players are always better than the what-if. Like, people can sit Mm -hmm. here and say, like, oh, the reason that teams move on from, you know, like, Tyreek Hill got traded or Devontae is because you can get these young receivers that are like JJ and, you know, Jamar Chase. Like, that's not the norm, though. It's not the norm to be that good when you're a rookie, you know? Right. And so I would rather go get a guy that we know what he is. Like, Claypool, I know he had a down year last year, but he was really good as a rookie. I mean, I don't know. Like, and all this stuff about, like, you know, people being, like, potential help. Like, what have you heard about Juju and, and uh, like, he's not TikToking and doing dumb shit in Kansas City. I haven't heard anything about him this year besides good things, right? So maybe yeah. Claypool could benefit from, like, a change of scenery. Like, I think there's something to be said when you go to, like, an. Or- I mean, the pit- Pitt's a great organization, don't get me wrong. But when you go to an organization like Green Bay with a quarterback like Rodgers, like, I don't know, I just think that's different, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would also like it just for the fact that it would be that it would just it would give make Rodgers have to throw to someone else other than, like, Randall Cobb. Well, it's just anybody that follows the Packers knew going into this season that receiver was going to be a problem and it wasn't so mm-hmm. much Devontae leaving it was you lose Devontae and you lose MVS and then like okay yeah. what do you do like the walk-in signing for example that's a move I would have liked a couple years ago a veteran guy but you can't rely he's always hurt that's been the story of his career so you can't really rely on call him Hammy Watkins yeah and then it's like listen love Lazard great player blocks does it all if the playoffs started today and we're in the playoffs he is the worst number one on any playoff team. He just is. Oh, so, yeah. mm-hmm. so he's a he's a he's a two to a three receiver on most teams, and that's great. Like, you know, all of a sudden, let's say you get DJ Moore. Okay, you have DJ Moore, Lazard, Cobb in the slot, and then your next two are, you know, Dobbs and Watkins. We haven't even seen Watson. I mean, the guy. You can tell the guy's athletic, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't know. I think you have to do something if if because the issue with OBJ now. And trust me, I've been on that board since the beginning. I've always said we're going to sign him because he wanted to come last year. Now he gets the best of both worlds. He could have went. He got the ring in L.A. Now he could come to Green Bay. But we're not we're not relevant right now. 
Like, if he wants to go ring chase and play with a great quarterback, it makes more sense now to go to Buffalo because Von Miller's in Buffalo. Josh Allen's really good. I mean, I, I mean, I know he's apparently not going to be ready till December. So that's the other issue is like, are the Packers even going to be in contention by the time he could potentially be signed? I, I don't know. I just don't want... Because I know what's going to happen, Bill. We're going to hear all this shit, and then nothing's going to happen. Like, okay, there was AJ Green rumors. Like, it's not that I wouldn't take AJ Green. I just don't think that that's the answer, you know? No, I would absolutely not take AJ Green. I I don't know. Let me ask you this. You got here on the game notes that the, pa- the Packers might get destroyed. What do you think is more likely? That the Bills cover the spread or the Packers win? Uh, uh, what's this? What's the spread? Uh, let me pull up. What is my, um, oh, my bookie? That's what I used. Like I said, it was 10 and a half, 11. Yeah, or I guess, oh, you're talking about, I was thinking over under. Oh, uh, let me fix, uh, let me pull it up here for you real quick. So, the over under is 47. Uh,. <laughs> It is minus ten and a half on my bookie for the Bills. Packers plus four twenty-five to money line. So you know, ten buck bet could net you forty-two. Yeah, I don't um, know. I that's a big well, I th- spread. I think. Well, I saw. I swear, I saw something the other day that like the Bills' average margin of victory at home this season is like thirty-five points or something like that. Nuts. I could start. Um, I think, well, I, th- I think they're going to hit the over for sure in this game, but that's only because the Bills are going to ma- mostly do it by themselves. Um, I think, I think they'll cover the spread and, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just don't. I saw. I think. I think Beater tweeted something about like the, the the way the Packers need to win is basically how they won in Arizona last year, which was like just run the ball and like control time of possession, like eat clock all day, all game, and like just try to keep uh, the Bills' offense off the field as much as you can. Dude, like this is like beating a dead horse because everyone's talking about this, but it's like we need to stop giving the ball to AJ Dillon just because we feel like we need to give the ball to AJ Dillon, like. When the Packers line up and AJ Dillon's in the backfield, it is so obvious it's a run. <laughs> Where with mm-hmm. Jones, it's like it might not be a run, might be a pass. Yeah. And it to me, I read I think I read a stat when Jones is in, it's 42% run. When Dillon's in, it's 58. That's a huge difference in the NFL. Like a massive oh, yeah. difference. So and it's like with Jones, the guy can literally line up in the slot and like play a receiver. I just think you're way more versatile. And they need to stop, like, with all the issues they have with their line, they need to figure out some ways, like, to get the ball out click, like quicker. Now, I know Rodgers made his comments this week, and he, that's the one thing we never know, right? What do we know right now? We know our line's been bad. We know we don't have great receivers, and we know Rodgers has a hurt thumb. But we don't know if guys are screwing things up. We don't know if, the you know, that's the things we don't know, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where it gets tough, and it's like, because it could be communication issues. It could be guys, you know, mental errors. There's a lot that could be said. I wish Rodgers would take a little more responsibility and be like, I haven't played great either because he hasn't. He's not played good. He's no. a back-to-back MVP, and he's, like, average. I mean, what's his best game? The Bears? Okay. And it was fine. 
Yeah, I mean, that's like, I mean, that's a guarantee. So it doesn't really, like, yeah. I don't really, I don't really count that. Um, let's, you got, okay. What's, what's a matchup you're looking forward to? What's my favorite matchup to yeah. watch? Um, I guess it'll be, um, I don't, so I, I'll admit, I don't know a ton about the Bills. Like, how good is their line? Um, I think it's pretty they're solid. Open. They're all, I should say their offensive line. Yeah, it's, I think it's pretty solid. Um, okay. so then I would probably say, uh, just our secondary against their wide receivers, like with Diggs and, uh, Gabriel and that, like, just see how they're, if they're going to like, are they going to let Jair do his thing? Are they going to like put Stokes in the slot or whatever? Like see what Joe Barry's got cooked up. Yeah. That's the matchup I want to see is I want to see, assuming they do it this way, I want to see Diggs versus Jair because Jair got paid this weekend and he's, or this year. And he said a lot mm-hmm. of shit week one about wanting to play more man. And he has not looked good since Gary Terry ate him up. Can't remember who else. Like he has not looked like a true alpha number one corner. And when you're gonna publicly put those opinions into the atmosphere, you need to back them up, or you're gonna look stupid. And he has not backed them up this year. Now it's an, it's that's the other thing. We all sit here and we overreact. It is only seven games into the season. Okay, so like let's take a step back. There's ten games left. I would say I'll get to this in a little bit here. Do you have the injury report? I do. Okay, what yeah. do we got? I don't. Ha- so I don't have Friday because they haven't put it out yet. Okay. So I can just the only, the only thing I can give you is Thursday. But um, Lazard most likely out, right? So yeah. So from this is from Damaski. He said uh, so. The only Friday DNPs at practice were Lazard and Shamar Jean Charles. So Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins. Um, they finally they, they practiced, but um, um, so okay, so sorry, so so Rashawn Gary is questionable with concussion. David Bak- David Bakhtiari is questionable with knee. Ellen Jenkins questionable with knee, and Christian Watson questionable with hamstring. Okay, well. <laughs> Watson doesn't really matter because right now he's not really a part of the game plan. I think he could end up being a stud. Um, I mean, here's the thing, right? You look at the first offensive play of the season. We can talk about how he dropped it, but let's talk about how he just turned the burners on him. I mean, the guy looks like he could be elite, right? He looks like he could be elite. Um, Bakhtiari and Jenkins is interesting because, like, this whole thing with Bakhtiari is so weird. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I love the guy. Fantastic player. Funny guy. But it's like, can he be on the Packers next year at his age and his history, like his history of not history because he's always played until recently though, and his contract? He has a huge contract. I think he's got the second biggest lineman contract in the NFL, and it was the biggest. So, yeah, their line did look better in Washington. That was one positive. They reshuffled everything. And they did look better. Um, what about on the Bills side? Yeah. So, all right. So. Spencer Brown, uh, the tackle, is has not participated Wednesday or Thursday with the ankle. Uh, Taiwan Jones, running back, was limited with the knee. Jake Kumro, limited, but I think he's going to play. So it's a little <laughs> revenge game there. Um, K- 
Cam Lewis was full participation. Mitch Morris, their center, was limited. Um, although he did get his injury designation as elbow slash vet vet rest. So okay, you know. okay, right. Um, and then Jordan Phillips, uh, full participation vet rest, and Jordan Poyer vet rest, not but not listed Thursday. Okay. So they're pretty healthy. So they're pretty healthy. Let me ask you this. There's a question on here. What are you most afraid of? What are you most afraid of in this this game? Um, I guess, well, like, because everyone assumes that the Packers are just going to get their doors blown off. So I guess I would be most afraid of them keeping it really close and getting my hopes up that they're going to win. And then not. Like, basically, do you remember... Um, do you remember it was, I think, was it McCarthy's last year when we went on the road in Pittsburgh and almost beat, uh, who was our backup then? Because Rodgers wasn't playing. Um, oh, so you're probably thinking the year before when he got hurt, when Rodgers got yeah. hurt? Oh, yeah, that would have been, I mean, Jesus, it was a couple different guys that year. Um, uh, was it Hunley? I think, yeah, it was the Brett Hundley game where he yeah. threw, like, three touchdown passes. And it was, like, that game where we weren't supposed to win it. And then we got up early and then just kind of played, like, uh, uh, like just, like, what's the word? Like, prevent, basically yeah. prevent defense yeah. the whole second half and then lost. Yeah. Like, if we played like that, that would be the mo- what I'm most afraid of. Because it's, like, I would rather, like, want to know right away if we're just going to get our shit kicked in. Because then it's, like, okay. That's what everyone expected, and they were right. And then, then I could just kind of like, uh, like just mentally move on from that game at that point already. But yeah. like, if I get if I get emotionally invested in it, it's gonna suck. See, I'm I'm way more worried about just getting the doors blown off because right now it's like, whether it's right or wrong, like people love to hate on the Packers, dude. Like after Packers lost, go on PFT. Who's the first person in the comments? A Vikings fan, and all the comments are Vikings fans because they can't focus on their team being five and one. They'd rather sully in our losses. And whether yeah. it's, you know, whether it's idiots like Coward or whoever, it's like, if we get the doors blown off us, that's going to be the conversation where if we go play, like, a tight game, like, you know, if if we go and lose by three points, like a field goal, then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe we're not as bad as we think because a lot of people said, oh, we lost the Giants and lost the Jets. Well, both those teams are pretty good now. So, like, it's not as bad yeah. as it looks, like, Washington's not a great game, but it's on the road. So there's there's parts there that you're like, if you've looked at the NFL this year, like there's a ton of parity in the NFL. I mean, the Bucks just got blown up by the Panthers, Mike's wedding yep. weekend. Like there's a lot mm-hmm. of parity in the NFL right now. Where, I mean, do you really think the Eagles are the best team? Because I don't personally. But they're good. But yeah, I don't know. They're good, but I don't. I don't think they're the best team, right? Like, there's a lot of parody in the NFL right now. I mean, Atlanta's hanging around. The fucking Seahawks. <laughs> like, the yeah, Seahawks are 4-3 and three right now. So, yeah. I, it's everyone loves to point out with us because we are the Green Bay Packers. And I totally understand that point. But if we win this game and we're 4-4, four and four, our whole entire season changes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess now that I think about it, I guess what I would be afraid of, the most thing I'd be afraid of would be if... No, whatever happens, win or lose or tie, if we just
Oh, you're back now. Alright. Um, you said you were saying what you're afraid of, sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. I was just going to say what I would be afraid of would be like, it doesn't matter if we win or lose, if we just looked like we were playing the same kind of schemes we have been the last couple of weeks, where it's like run heavy, but only with AJ Dillon and like Rogers checking out his stuff. And like, like if we, if we, if we start playing the Bills and it's like, it's like, oh, they actually decided to like change up the offense, like how they keep saying they're going to do and like, or whatever. Like if they actually show like they're trying to improve, I would be okay with that. But if they're not, I'm, yeah if we if we if we uh, that's a great point bill it's like if we boot up this game and it's like same dropbacks with no one looking and same dumb shit it's like you know like let's have a different game plan it's because the reality of the situation is somebody in the packers building should have been looking at this matchup before washington's game like it's a prime time game it's a big game like let's you know let's line up in trips and throw the ball to jones with two lead blockers like let's do something different you know what i mean like let's look different i agree i think that's a really good point you know lafour is is such a supposed to be such a good head coach like let's see it you know like this this uh this is exactly the type of of game that when mike mccarthy was a coach that he would just throw out the old playbook and just do a whole new whole new play calling just for this one game like, because he would do that, like, when we play, like, New England, or if, like, we play a really good team, you always knew, like, hey, like, Big Mike, he's going to he's gonna throw out some stuff at you that you haven't seen. <laughs> All right, do you have some disclaimers to read here? I, I... Oh, no, we're not, we're not doing that. We're, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, no, we're Sorry, doing first time on the pod, guys. Sorry to the no, listeners. No, no, it's, you know. it's okay. <laughs> we're doing things to remember, and then we're going to do a scoring <laughs> prediction, and then we're going to get out of here. Yeah. Um, so things to remember if the Packers lose. So this is when you're walking out of, uh, where, where do they play? Or- Orchard Park, right? Yep. Yep. You're walk you're walking out of there and you're like, Hey, you know, we might've just lost by 35 points, but, uh, at least our billionaire owner didn't build a new stadium and make all of the citizens pay for it. <laughs> Yeah, and allegedly have, uh, you know, PIs on all the other owners in the NFL. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. Also, yeah, we didn't have to change our name three or four times for being racist. We got that, too. Well, that was the, the, the commanders, but I, I take right. point. Right. Also, I mean, like, we could be like Minnesota fans where, like, our greatest game ever was in the divisional round. Think about that. It's true. We also have not lost four straight Super Bowls. I live in Minneapolis, as you know, and all my coworkers are like, one's a Saints fan and the rest are Vikings fan. And they were talking about the Minnesota Miracle. And I was like, do you guys realize that the greatest moment that's ever happened to your team was in the divisional round? It wasn't even in the championship. It wasn't in the Super Bowl. It was in the divisional round. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough yeah, look. We, we lose those bitches every year, <laughs> you know, right, right, or we're losing the next right. week. You know, we're usually past that one. Yeah, that's what makes it so great. It's like they, they won on a miracle play of a fluke play at, in a divisional game, and then they got the doors kicked in the next week in Philly. <laughs> it's perfect. All, All right, right, what else uh, you got? Who's the cheese head of the week? Uh, cheese head of the week. Um, we're, we're, we'll bring that back. Okay. Because cheese, cheese head of the week is basically someone who just acted like a real cheese head. Oh, okay. Um, so, um, cheese head of the week is. Hmm. 
Uh, Tom Brady, because he got divorced. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I got nothing. She said of the week. Uh, um, now that was like two weeks ago. Antonio Brown was nude in the pool, so he can't be the she said of the week. That was like two weeks ago. She said the week's gonna be Bill for sleeping in today. How about that? Yeah, and uh, that was on me. <laughs> I got uh, I got after it real bad last. Bill, week. here's the thing. I hate waking up on the weekends, and I went to a Halloween party last night, and I was hungover, but I was like, I told this guy to be on his podcast, and I got up. And then, it's kind of funny, when you didn't text me back, I was like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not mad if we push this back. <laughs> because... That's kind of uh, what I figured. No, yeah, I didn't want to do it that early, but, like, whatever works. I mean, it's... It is what it is, dude. Okay, um, what do we got? Let's hear your prediction. Let, let's just get to yeah, it. I know we'll you got do, places we'll do, to be. Yeah, we got, we'll do score prediction, then we'll get out of here. Um... So obviously, uh, when we do a Packers pregame podcast, the Packers never lose unless they do. Um, right. So a score prediction: we're ten, we're double-digit underdogs on the road against a strong AFC East team uh, on prime time. So it's a bad recipe right there. Right. And I think, I think the Packers are just gonna really surprise everyone. Uh, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be. It's gonna have to be a shootout. I think that's probably the only way the Packers win. Um. So I'm gonna say Packers 35. Uh, um, Bills. I almost said Broncos. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, Bills 31. Okay, so I agree with a lot of things you just said. So obviously we are. This is the Packers pregame pod, so we are biased. However, we are also logical and. Well, we're there, we're there's biased. no there's no reason to think the Packers are going to win this game other than the fact that it is Aaron Rodgers in his life has had a couple of fuck you moments where he just mm-hmm. says, nope, I'm going to be that guy. Whether it was the run the table year, whether it was the relax year, the Houston game, you know, whether it was uh, last year against the Cardinals, whether it was the Bears when my knee game, you were probably there for that one. Mm-hmm. Right against the Bears oh, yeah. season opener 2018. So, oh, yeah. That was delirium. In that the Packers have not... So, this is one thing your boy Peter like did point out, is that the Packers have an, had an interesting year because, like, Jones has had two good games. Tanya had a good game. Watkins had a good game. Like, But it hasn't all clicked yet, right? Yep. And I just feel like this is so classic. Backs against their wall. They kind of have to win this game. Everyone's doubting them. And I just feel like the Packers are going to come out and they're going to look good. I'm going 31-27 Packers. I agree with you thinking it's going to be high scoring because I do think it's going to be high scoring because the Bills are going to put up points on us and we have not had a good output. Like Besides the Bears game, we have not had a good offensive showing yet this year. We've had these moments, right? The Bucks, the first two drives, we look unbelievable. We slow down. You know, you look at... Um, uh, the game in London against the Giants. We're rolling, we're rolling. Nothing in the second half. Like, eventually it's going to have to click. But here's, I think the most frustrating thing about this Packers team that you agree with is like, yes, the receiver core is leaves something to be desired. But the rest of this team is very talented. This team should be better than they are. Oh, yeah. I mean, their defense is stacked. They should be playing way better than they are. So I think it's time... For Rodgers, just he's he's having that moment. He knows what everyone's saying. I feel like he might come out and just light it up because he hasn't done it this year, and it's a perfect spot to do it. All right, I love it. That's great analysis. All right, anything else, Bill? 
Well, we just we usually end it with a uh, go pack go, which <laughs> I just did, and uh, that's usually it. All right, well, go pack go. We miss you, Mike. <laughs> And Jeremy, sorry, we let and, I messed that up. Oh yeah, and Jeremy, don't know him, but you know, probably a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, thanks for listening. Go Pack Go. All right, Bill. So, do you want me to send this to him, or how do you want me to do this? Yeah, that'd probably be easiest. Do you have his email, or you probably need this? No, just text it to me. Yeah, and okay. then I'll, I'll, I'll do that. All right, have fun at your Halloween party. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Are you doing anything tonight, or was that uh, last night? No, I might. Well, so I like. I have a squad that I've been game with for like four and a half years. So normally one of the weekend nights, I just like drink and game with them, and and so that's what we're doing a little bit here. So. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'm at a weird age. All my friends are like married and shit, so it's like you know I usually get them for one night, and I don't know, dude. Sometimes just like drinking at home and gaming or whatever is fine you know you don't spend much oh, yeah. of money so can't complain right. so yeah. all right dude you have fun be safe talk right, to you later thanks. Yeah, I'll try. Bye. all right see ya